0: Welcome to another episode of Be Free, Be Fun, Be Fearless. I am Dr. Rana Al Faleki, your host for today, and I am delighted to introduce my guest today, Stuart Bold, founder and CEO of Super Asia World. So, you know what? That's all I'm gonna say about him, and we're just gonna dive in because the title says it all, right? What is a super ager and what is a super ager world? Stuart, welcome!
1: Thank you, Rana. Really pleased to be here. Thank you for the invite.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. I thought it was about time we started talking about this.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, six months ago, I was on social media saying, everybody, this is the best, most comprehensive health and wellness and well-being app I have Ever seen, and a pleasure to be a part of. And people who who started looking at it were in complete agreement. And so here we are, six months on, uh, with so much going on. What should we talk about? <laughs> Where should we begin? <laughs> I should say.
1: Well, hey, let's start um, with we
0: you, can... Who is Stuart Bolt?
1: Okay, well that's always a good starting point, isn't it? <laughs> Um, yes, so people often ask me what the inspiration for Super of World was, uh, so that I can wrap that into where we started and how we got to this point. So for me personally, um, well, I'm heading into post the 60s now, and I don't feel any different to what I do, did when I was 30 years old, and I hope that will be the case for the next 60 years, 60 years to, at least, um, but the... The a, the idea behind, behind Super Agile World certainly isn't something that um, I woke up with one night. It's an organic thing that's grown over the years. It's very much about how I've progressed my own life over the years. So I was, until about 30 years ago, a lawyer working in London and New York and living a very dynamic lifestyle in Manhattan and London and loving every single minute of it. Um, But I decided to leave it all behind. I turned down uh, an early uh, partnership offer from the city firm, which shocked all of my friends and family. And I just decided to pursue um, what I call interests of the heart or pursuits of the heart. Um, I love things like skydiving and skiing and scuba diving and travel and all of these sorts of things. But I also had a really strong interest in... Other areas such as bioenergetic medicine, meditation, positive psychology, all of these sorts of things, so without any plan at all, and following part of your mantra of being free and being fearless, I packed it all in um, the first thing I did was spent six months as a ski bum, training as a ski instructor and just skiing during the day and partying during the evening. Um, and from there, I went to Mexico with the intention of traveling all the way down through Central America and South America and just taking a few years of, of doing that. And as I was traveling through Mexico, one of my friends said, well, you really ought to check out this beach. This was 30 years ago that no one really knows about, a really lovely secluded beach. Um, so that's, it was in the Yucatan. So I did that. Um ended up living on this beach for a year. I had my hammock strung between two palm trees next to the sea, slept under the stars every night, shared the beach with the giant sea turtles that came up. Every now and again, people would come through the beach, but most of the time, I had it to myself. Um, I was doing a lot of diving in the underground caverns during the day, and diving's my underwater meditation anyway. But it became my first really powerful introduction into a meditative way of being and a meditative way of living. So very quickly, I lost complete track of what day it was. Soon I had no idea what the date was. And sometimes I even didn't really know what month it was. Um, But it was a really lovely process of being able to just be for days and days and end and not think I should be doing something Um, and just sitting and learning to be and be still and all of the wonderful things that that brings. So that was the start of my meditative and mindful way of being. Um, During that year, I met a Mayan shaman who happened to just pass through the beach. And uh, over a few days, he turned me on to some very different ways of seeing the world. And that was quite an experience and quite a journey in itself. So from there, I then spent a few years just traveling around the world. Um, And at the time, continuing to develop my knowledge around meditation, my practical personal experience of it, uh, mindfulness and some starting to build some experience around energy, healing and bioenergetic medicine and those sorts of things came back to the UK and I I set up my own dive school and then I spent several years taking people around the world teaching them to dive, which I absolutely love and I love teaching people. That honed teaching skills because when some people are are not natural divers um, but they want to do it anyway, there would be some people that at the start of an experience would be leaving their fingernail imprints bedded along the side of the concrete pool in stress and anxiety, but they were determined to do it. So I was starting to use my meditation, teaching skills and energy healing work to start to give people a really strong foundation for a calm approach into something like then going from a swimming pool out to the Red Sea in Egypt and jumping off the back of a boat and diving in the Red Sea. So that was a really nice way of enhancing teaching skills and um, people skills and I then developed into um, what was, or um, a Reiki master. So many of your listeners will be aware of, of Reiki. So I'm a Reiki teacher. I don't con- don't call myself a master. I don't consider myself a master of anything, let alone something as amazing as Reiki. But I've been teaching it for 25 years now. So when I would be out on a dive boat somewhere around the world, Sri Lanka, Cuba, Red Sea, or something like that, with a bunch of 12 doctors and lawyers and bankers and business people in between diving, people would say to me, so what's all this other rubbish that you do? So I'd say, right, well, I can just show you if you want. And normally about eight times out of 10, someone at the end of it, they'd be going, hmm, that was unexpected, or I don't know what to say about that, or that was weird, or that was strange. Um, So I started to really build my work around energetic healing Um, And then I left the dive school behind because the the draw was stronger and stronger to helping people with their health and well-being, physical, mental and emotional um, integrated health practices, developing all of my skills to be able to help people. So that then led actually to an invitation to work with one of Prince Charles's charities. So I worked um, with his foundation for integrated health where I actually managed the project, project to set up what's currently the regulator for complementary and natural healthcare practitioners. Um, so that was an interesting experience, which then led to an invitation to be the first clinical practitioner of Reiki for um, the UK's leading cancer hospital. So, I was a first clinical practitioner working for a year with cancer patients delivering Reiki. That was interesting because, again, this was many years ago. So, one of the first things I had to do was present to about um, 100 doctors and consultants. And it wasn't the most um, open armed meeting in those days.
0: To be honest, I um, it you could be probably honest. imagine. Being a clinical consultant myself, yeah, I I know. I know the reception I often get amongst my uh, amongst my (laughs) peers in that setting. So that many years ago as well, yeah, I can totally imagine. Uh, But it it was really interesting. You, You sold it. Oh, we
1: did it. We did it. Um, and within a month, these consultants were referring patients to me. Go and see the Reiki man. Um, and that was so successful that the program that was funded by a charity. Uh, got rolled out to other hospitals Um, so that in itself was excellent so I then started doing a lot of work around um, coaching people around energy healing around bioenergetic medicine that then led to um, invitations to work as a visiting master a a fancy phrase um, for many of the world's top destination spas so I, I spent several years traveling around the world working in these amazing places with a lot of the world's super rich um, and super famous people who've also got their own challenges. And in between, I was working with, um, as well as the cancer patients, um, I worked with um, Manchester University to develop a program for cardiac um, rehab and diabetes patients. I worked with Edinburgh and Napier University to develop a program for armed forces veterans with ptsd um, and that was so successful we were invited to roll that out to the canadians to the dutch and to the new zealand armed forces veterans with ptsd i was working with schools private schools and um, state schools i was working with ages from seven years upwards um, working with all sorts of people with all sorts of challenges working with top businesses like um, Unilever so I I rolled out the first mindfulness program for this huge company Um, so all of that was continually building my awareness of the strength of some of these things that I was helping people with to not only empower their physical health, their mental health, their emotional health But also, because I took a very much an evidence-based approach to everything I was doing as much as possible, um, I became more and more aware of the evidence around longevity and healthy aging. And so the, the evidence around, for example, meditation is immense. There's such a vast array of evidence around a huge variety of benefits of meditation. It should be in everyone's life.
0: Yeah, I um, want to get back to that actually because, we because will. a lot of yeah. people think meditating means you just have to sit still and then oh I can't meditate, I haven't got time to meditate. And actually it, it needn't even it needn't even be that. I mean I'm a big yeah. big advocate personally of meditation through movement anyhow. But um yeah if absolutely. I just backtrack you a little bit because I think a lot of people will be intrigued, you know, you've had this this amazing career in law at the you know at the threshold of becoming partner. You know, most people would think you've made it. You were obviously then in your thirties and you said, actually, I just, everybody was surprised, but I turned it down and I went off. But what what gave you that feeling and that sense and that bravery, that fearlessness to determine to just go for what was presumably calling you?
1: Well, actually there wasn't a specific calling but there there was there was this fearlessness um and that is part of my makeup i love jumping in at the deep end i love um the unknown and love a challenge so there was that component to to my character anyway and i but i had worked really hard i mean i was actually i think one of the very first to not only qualify as a solicitor in the uk to take the bar exams in new york and to be um, an attorney in new york as well so i was in a very unique and strong position and the offer of the partnership came after just two years of being qualified so normally you wait seven or eight years for that so it was a challenging decision in some ways in terms of wow i've really worked hard and i've got this so much earlier than i expected but the big driver was okay, well, I've I've done that. So I could carry on and see how long until I get to be the senior partner. Um, and I could see certainly the next 10, 20, 30 years lined out ahead of me. You certainly can get used to earning big money and you can get used to spending big money. So I could see myself potentially getting used to that and the bigger house, the bigger cars, the bigger waistline probably as well that goes with it. Um, but I've always had a real strong zest for life and a taste for life and a, and, a, and a an adventurous spirit. So one of my biggest drivers through life will always be never be sitting there in a hundred years' time and asking myself, what if? I'd rather be saying, well, I tried that and it didn't work out, but at least I gave it a try. Um, so for me, it was a case of, right, I've got so many other things in life that I'm interested in. And I know that I'm just at the beginning and I've just turned 30 and it was like, there's so much more to life um, than sitting in an office in London and yeah, or in New New York. Um, And so that was the main driver for me. There wasn't anything like specific. It was just like, life is big. I want to live a big life. Um, I've done quite a lot with it already with regard to the path through law, but let's see what else is out there.
0: So it sounds like it was almost um, a sense of you You probably carved out some certainty within uncertainty and that, oh, well, I've done this. So I, and I, and I know I can be successful and I, you've got that safety belt. Anyway, I could always come back to it if, if it doesn't work out. So, but actually maybe this isn't my, True, my full purpose. I've got so many other passions I want to explore. And I love what you said there because I'm a huge advocate of this, of why wait till tomorrow? We so often this tradition of, I'm gonna work and work and work until I retire. And then I'm gonna enjoy myself. And actually it's the same philosophy we adopt for life. We really unconsciously a lot of the time with everything. I will be happy when. I will feel this way when and so we start attaching our feelings to events and it stops us so this is going to bring us beautifully back into mindfulness and meditation it stops us very much it stops us being in the moment it stops us Mm. being present and of course that's all the work I do with what I call you know wantaholics because we obsess and I was one of them with you know, with the with the future, with you know, when I get this, when I get that, and we have live yeah, in this very yeah. goal orientated society, and it's kind of like, well, hang on a minute, you know, you could actually, you know, what if what if it was here for you now in your energy field, and then you can be happy, and you can be contented, and you can be present, and you can live in the moment, and you can engage and be passionate. And purposeful, which is the other thing about people attaching yeah, purpose, and purpose to everything and every person, and that needn't be the case as well. Every moment yeah. can be purposeful.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I applaud all of what you've said, and this is absolutely the case. Um. So as you, I've spent nearly thirty years working a lot one to one with many people, um. And as you say. And this is unconscious for most people or subconscious, which is reinforced by a lot of the society that we live in and reinforced by um, our colleagues, our peers, our family, by the media. Um, and it does take a little bit of courage to to break through that, but we're all capable of breaking through that, most definitely. And we do spend an inordinate amount of time on autopilot And some of the research, including from areas like Harvard, show that um, up to 80% of our time is spent on autopilot. So for 80% of our life, we haven't actually shown up. Um, We're not present. We're not here. So we can change that. Um, But a lot of that time when we're on autopilot is spent with our mind somewhere in the future or somewhere in the past. Because in the past, very often, it can be um, kind of with a sense of, redoing and regretting and reliving and Um, and in the future Mm -hmm. yeah and in the future most definitely um kind of that that um the atavistic part of the brain the fear-driven center um part of the brain the emotional hijack part of the brain the amygdala part of the brain we can be very much controlled by that and we can step out of that but also we can spend a lot of the time with our mind somewhere in the future and very often it's that striving towards that if I get this or if I achieve this or when this happens things will change. Um but the only moment that we have that we have the ability to be in fully is now. The future's never is prom- <laughs> never promised. It's and the past is gone. Like you said
0: now it's gone now.
1: Yeah yeah <laughs> so, so as much as possible exactly so we live as much as possible in this moment, that's the only moment that we are able to be fully in control of that moment. Um, And our control is how we choose to engage in that moment. Now, it's not to say that we can't very much drive forward towards the future with um, purposefulness, mindfulness, positivity, optimism, all of these things. But the more that we are able to manage how we are right now, the stronger our foundation for how we move into the future. Um, and that's not, not even including how we can take our energy and project it into the future. Um, and that has an impact as well. And, and here we're into the realms of quantum mechanics and quantum science and our conscious intent I mean, our conversations, Rana, we, we know we could go in all sorts of directions for yes. hours on yeah. end.
0: Yeah, and the, the co- co-creation... <laughs> um, both but conscious
1: were- intent is a big driver. Yeah. Yeah so so we'll, we'll stick to what we 're talking about meditation and mindfulness for this <laughs> yeah, come, on, let's
0: <laughs> come back to come back to the past moment um yes, yeah, so of course, I mean obviously i I have you know my, my background is is in the medical field as well, so you know it, it's funny when I talk to my patients because they still do some practice. Uh, and they'll come in I, it's just what actually inspired me to to retrain as a, a coach I was having a conversation with somebody who was very slim very active he'd been a patient for quite a while so we you know we'd always go off piste as it were and you know he's very fit not overweight and you're know, obviously checking his medical history oh the doctors put me on some blood pressure tablets oh really why is that? Oh, I don't know. So, the first thing is, you know, no questioning about why you're on medication and medication that you could potentially be on for the rest of your life with no understanding about the cause or how you might do something about it other than medication. And, you know, and uh, that's that for me, that's a big, you know, it's the same when people just dish out antidepressants and they could well be. So, it started off there. And and I started talking to him about mindfulness, meditation. He was like, I don't have time to do that. You know, Rana, I do 14 nowadays. (laughs) And I just thought you need, I need to have the skills to be able to get through to somebody like you yeah. before yeah. you throw away. You, know, you, you don't have to be stuck in this rut of a 14 hour day. And you can, it's about, it's what we call kind of the victim mode. It's the powerlessness that we will often give to someone in a medical, the medical profession, for example, yeah. they yeah. know best. I'm going to give them away. I'm going to, they're all going to look after me. I'll take some pills. I'll I'll be fine. I mean, there is nothing empowered about that decision whatsoever.
1: Oh, God, no. No. So here we have
0: someone doing a 14-hour day, Stuart. In 30 seconds, how are you going to say to them they would benefit from meditation and how long is it going to take?
1: Oh, that's easy. So um, I've worked with CEOs, so um, that's a response I get a lot. I haven't got time for two minutes, let alone 20 minutes of, of meditation practice. Um, I'll pull up the um, front page of Time magazine or Fortune magazine or an article from the FT um, from all of these business leaders that say, meditation, the secret weapon for business success. Um, I'll pull up information and research around how people who meditate have stronger cognitive skills, how they, how they have greater energy, how they have greater ability to be um, stronger emotionally intelligent, intelligent. How emotional intelligence drives profitability. Um, It drives success. I'll speak to my audience. So if that's a CEO, they want to hear about cognitive enhancement, um, energy, success, um, how to improve their performance, how to be more um, able to inspire their teams. And then you can start to talk about, once you've opened their eyes in that way, you can then start to talk about things like risk factors. They'll be aware Of if they're doing 14 hour days of stress, there'll be, you can make them more aware of the downside of stress. I mean, stress means that your brain does not function as well. When you are stressed, your brain starts to shrink literally and close down. You do not make effective decisions. Stress drives, um, weight gain. Stress depletes the immune system. Um, we could go on and on about what stress does. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's linked to 80% of long-term conditions. So if someone's doing a 14-hour day, you can bet your life that there's a level of stress there. And some people try and wear it as a badge of honour. I'm just um, brilliant because I, although I'm stressed, I'm still doing... And you just make them aware that actually, no, that that's not going to sustain you. It's probably impacting on family life. It's most definitely impacting on your health. It's most definitely impacting on your ability to live a longer, healthier life. It's impacting on your longevity. It's impacting on your happiness. It's impacting on your performance. So you can have those sorts of conversations.
0: Yeah, and it is about, you know, and I think there is a change, especially with what's gone on in the last year. You know, it, it, we, we really see this shift now in leadership, in understanding that it isn't just a, a textbook of if I do, you know, X, Y, Z, that's how I lead my team. And actually the soft skills are actually the superpowers. Yeah. The emotional yeah. intelligence the ability to inspire the ability to intuit and tap into your intuition in order yeah. to help your your team achieve flow states and as I like said increase productivity increase laser focus increase the ORI R-R-O-I, which ultimately is what they're Uh, They're Mm -hmm. trying to see a talk to each of them, but also actually recognizing exactly what you said about relationships that, you know, and the working relationships, the working environment increase the whole energy of the team so that they're all going up to win win and everybody wins, rather than I'm just blinkered in my own little field because I'm so stressed. All I can focus on is the tasks I've been given and I can't handle anymore and people snap. Mm-hmm. But also what happens when we go home? You know, How fulfilling are those relationships? Are we going home alone because the stress has led us to, a, to, to end up divorced or a major yeah. split or we don't see our children or we don't have those relationships with our children in which case, why did we have them in the first place? The, yeah. Yeah. And then the yeah. language that we use, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to eat healthily, but time And then this will get us onto another conversation. So I'm going to have to get you back. But of course, time (laughs) is just listen to the language. When people say, I don't have time, it immediately tells me they're in sort of level energy one and two, because that is their perception. And it's what they're telling themselves. And yet the reality is, time is abundant if you choose to view it that way and you can have time but of course how do they they just end up with these potentially measurable lives stuck on the treadmill or as I call it the travelator it's not really going anywhere (laughs) when actually you know you you could take a ride in an elevator that could shoot you up 60 stories with a glass frontage look at this phenomenal view get this amazing exhilaration get to the top and just Have a moment. It needn't be crazy up there. Mm -hmm. And enjoy the fruits of your efforts.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, We all need to learn to live as positively as possible um, for ourselves, for our relationships, for our families, for our colleagues. Um, And actually, the more positive we are, the more people who are living positive um, fulfilled, meaningful lives, positively energetic lives. That impacts on the wider society and the community as well.
0: Yeah, and I want to pick you up on that word because you said positive, and I would have challenged you about it because this idea of positive and negative, you know, and actually, you know, is it, is it there are two polarities? Uh, is it a judgment? And and it's very, you know, positive mm. mindset. It's not all about telling yourself things but actually you said something you didn't say positive mindset you said about living positively yeah be you know and and therefore a sense of being a a way of being and a way of existing which is very different to just the thought process of positive mindset it's not just a mindset piece of telling yourself something it it really is a way of being which is very significant when we're talking about that energy lift
1: oh it, it really is and um I mean, when I'm working with people, and, and this is part of the underpinning around Super age World as well, um, it's, I mean, you go into a bookshelf, uh, a bookshop and you'll see millions of books, um, well, not millions, but um, a load of books around self-help. Um, and a lot of them will kind of pick up this idea of just think it and it will be so. Um, it's like telling someone, don't worry or stop worrying. That, that's never going to do it. You need to show them how. Um, and not only do you need to show them how, you need to then support them to make that a reality. There's a big gap between learning something or cognitively knowing it and actually being able to bring it into your life and make it a habit and make it something that, that has action to it. Um, so people need support in the early days to start to change mindsets, to start to drive behavior change. Because this um, emotional hijack, the ancient part of the brain that is very good at grabbing us and putting us into um, a stress mode, um, it is highly successful at grabbing us and taking us out of um, our positive um, mindset. So we need to be able to learn awareness. We need to be able to learn... When we have been hijacked, when we are in a different mindset, when we're in a less than positive mindset, um, we need to learn how we can get out of that. The mind is behind everything, the mind is an amazing powerhouse. And you and I, in our conversation, we haven't even touched upon some of the things that we can do with the power of our minds. But we need to learn how to do that. And the first thing is, build our awareness of when we're not aware, um, to build our ability to harness this power and then to optimize it. Um, And that leads us towards this ability to then live with a more positive um, state of being. Um, And it's not instantaneous. It doesn't um, work all the time. Um, In the early days, you might find that nine times out of 10, you're grabbed by stress. And then it becomes eight times out of 10, and then seven times out of 10. And and you start to build this as a resource and you become more resilient. Um, it's about um, you changing it, your you default, it
0: becomes, right? It's about changing your default. Because well, we will have, is, stress, really we'll have a stress default. Most people will go into victim mode and then get geared into action through frustration. Some people about 20% have a different type of default. They immediately go into, into frustration and the need to control rather than becoming powerless. And that will, they're, they're usually the ones who suffer from burnout very quickly. That was me, <laughs> but achieve a huge amount. Uh, And then, of course, then we have our defaults when everything is going wonderfully well for us. And what we want then is when things are going well for you is is still not to go into anger or powerlessness. And, oh, well, I'll just I'll just um, sit here and let everybody look after me and try to even avoid going into overthinking things and just accepting. Mm -hmm. A lot of us just Mm -hmm. accept. Oh, well, it's fine it's fine, it's fine. I don't need to change anything. And actually, how much more rewarding and fulfilling life could be if the defaults were higher, were higher states of energy started off where you are at your minimum level is kind of is a base of service of wanting to help people and you got you and you elevate from there. And actually, again, if we're bringing back the science, you know, studies have been done on this that show when you when you are more conscious, when we are in these elevated levels, you, you were talking about be living positively. I talk about kind of living in an elevated state. Mm. Uh, we do enjoy, you know, if we're back to talking to the CEOs, greater financial success, greater productivity, greater uh, satisfaction with our relationships, with our health and wellness, with yeah. our
1: yeah. personal
0: lives, uh, you know, with our financial lives, with our career, with our leadership skills, a massive amount and. And if we take those headings, I do believe, and Sissy, I'm leading you in beautifully here. I do believe <laughs> that this is what involves is involved in being a super ager, because it's not oh, yeah. just about health and wellness, being a certain no, weight, no. being calm, not being stressed. You know, and, and not, when I first started talking with you about super aging, you brought it on beautifully. You know, health is not just our physical health, emotional. Uh, mental, spiritual, it's also our financial, Uh, it's our our career, it's our sense of satisfaction, it's our fulfillment, and it's all of these things together that create this being who, if you choose to, can still live a wonderfully fulfilled life when... You get to 65, 75, 85. And we'll go on to the data that shows, you know, how long we're actually likely to live. So how do we want to live? Do we want to live in a care home where we feel crippled and don't have financial success and can barely walk? Or do we want to live the same life we lived when we were in our 50s instead of telling ourselves, oh, well, I'm getting old, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, this is exactly it. A lot of what you've just said is... Um, part of our underpinning of who and what is a super age. I mean, we chose the name very carefully. Um, And part of our tagline is that we all deserve to be super ages, whatever our age. So, um, I mean, I've referenced myself in terms of my age, but super ages are anyone that want to live longer, healthier, happier, to optimise their life, um, and to reap this longevity dividend, which we can come on to in in, in a second. So the thing is, the more you apply these super ages skills and knowledge, the further you'll go. So it's for the 40-plus, it's for the 30-plus, it's for the 20-plus, because the more you apply these skills um, and this mindset, um, the longer you have the ability to live, the longer you have the ability to live with really good physical, mental and emotional health, um, success, uh, relationships, all of these sorts of things. So as you touched upon, it's not just about physical, mental, emotional health, although that is clearly a very strong driver. And it's not just about proactive physical, mental and emotional health. It's also about helping people to minimize risk factors for Um, the so-called diseases of aging, which start kicking in from mid-40s and earlier for women than for men. But it's not just about managing um, risk factors or managing existing challenges. It's not just about proactively living healthier, longer. Um, It's also about the possibility of this longevity dividend. Now, science is showing us that we have the ability to live longer and we are living longer already but we're not living healthier and we're not living happier so we need to change that but also science and research is starting to show us that we can live a lot longer and the potential is quite amazing which if you if you'll allow me I'll come back to in a minute just picking up on the other thing that you said it's also about not just living longer for the sake of it it's about that old expression of Not just adding years to your life, but life to your years. And that's very much a super-aged attitude. So there are key drivers to being a super-ager. One of them is proactive health and well-being. One of them is how you use your mind. One of them is attitude. Attitude is a huge component of how we age and age healthily and well. But also lifelong learning is another major component of being a super-ager. The learning for the pleasure of it, keeping us ourselves stimulated. Social engagement is a huge com- um, component of being a superager, and so we need to be socially engaged um, as much as possible. Which is why we've established this superager tribe, this global community. Um, other areas um, around always seeking to live as fully as possible, but also as you, as you mentioned, it's about the ability to have financial um, security and independence as long as possible. Now the research shows that currently the vast majority of us are not prepared financially for a longer life. And this is currently as we're living. As we're living currently, most of us are not looking for a secure, or not able to see a, a secure financial future for ourselves in older age. And that is let alone if we start to really read this dividend of the longevity curve. Now I spoke, I interviewed um, an amazing um, guy called um, Aubrey de Grey um, a couple of years ago. Now he's the chief science officer for one of the world's leading foundations in aging research. And at the time I asked him, I said, so what's the, the limit? How far could we go in terms of how long we can live? And he said, well, actually there is no limit. He said, provide a head of the curve of what's coming from science and research. Um, there is no limit. And he's been, there are quotes um, on the, um, um, in research documents that are saying, right, well, potentially the first person to live to a thousand years is already walking this earth. Now, maybe not everyone will want to live to a 1000 years, but um, even if we have the potential now, which we do to live to 120, 130, 140, 150, um, in good health, why wouldn't we want to do that if we're doing it in good health, in good mental health, physical health, with good security around us imagine what the future holds. And so why wouldn't we want to try and reap that dividend? So it's very much for Super Agile Worlds about putting you in the position as quickly as possible to really start reaping that longevity dividend.
0: So, and also thinking about being 120 to 150, you know, you don't want to do it alone you think I think of my dad you know now in his late 70s and he's like oh he, he goes he's probably he, he doesn't live in the UK anymore but whenever he does come home he's you know he's going out less and less because so many of his friends have died now
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so they
0: start yeah. to live a lonelier existence which of course then impacts on your health as well because this you know that social social health social well-being is is, is massive uh, to help to keep us keep us young and engaged and, and help with those cognitive abilities also, hence you know the whole technology with robots and things coming in mm-hmm. too, which again is a, a, another whole big other subject yeah. but um, yeah, so it would be kind of nice if your if your best mate was around with you too
1: well indeed, it would be great if your best mate's around with you um if you 've got a super aged community with you um and so just kind of like reinforcing, it's all ages or so we all deserve to be super ages. Um, but if you can have in your 100th year, your 110th year, 120th, um, you're still running your, your annual ski trip um, or you're, you're still checking out your favorite restaurants with your friends, but you're also doing it um, with your great, great, great grandchildren or whatever and you know that they are super ages and they're implementing all of these things that, that you know, that's going to take them further in, in greater health. Um, And this is something else that we haven't touched upon yet. And it's also about the attitude that you bring to the wider, bigger picture. Now it's great if we can all live longer. And certainly if we can all live longer in, in greater health and greater security, absolutely. But what's interesting is that this, super age demographic, if you look at the 50 plus, that's the biggest demographic in the world. It's the fastest growing, and it's also the wealthiest. Now, it dominates consumer spending in um, 119 of the 123 categories of consumer spending. that, uh, That demographic dominates consumer spending Now that means that there's the ability for a very strong super age of voice. So we also intend Super Age of World to be the catalyst of a super age of voice for bigger, wider benefit and the benefit of the wider society. Because if we can use the strength of that demographic and its wisdom and its experience and its desire for positive change and social impact, which that demographic has, then, dare I say, we can also start to help improve the state of this planet and wider society through our super age of voice, through consumer power. um, And we can really start to drive positive change and social impact. So that's another very big part of super age world for us. And yeah, we know it's not for everyone. Some people will want to be part of super age world just to live longer. Some people will want it because of the health benefits. Some people will want it just because of the money saving benefits on all the deals and discounts, which is, all, they're all important and they're all valid drivers. But some people will also maybe want to be part of us creating this super Asia voice that, that has the ability to benefit wider society and the planet that is in desperate need of help as well. So that's a bit of the bigger picture as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the uh, to, well, that that's where we that's when we just elevate to that whole new level of it's not just about me and my immediate surroundings, but actually this is my my way of giving back, and then we can get into a whole a whole long discussion about about legacy, uh, which of course helps people to engage in that massive sense yeah. of of purpose, which often keeps them going as well. It's interesting because actually the the in of course in Japan. We have a lot of super ages, don't we? And the research is really interesting. So, one of the things is that they never retire and uh, they engage in a sense of purpose. Yes. And they practice or basically maintain the, a, a flow state, you know, that sense of well being. Everybody wins. So, you know, it's not just about them or, or their immediate uh, people. Uh, which maintains high levels of productivity, focus, practicing mindfulness uh, a lot, uh, if not meditation. So
1: yeah, uh, again, yeah. and
0: even just that not retiring kind of means the, the sense of then they're not looking at the I will be happy when or I will yes. do this when yeah. approach.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of like that, that blue zone mind state. Um, And it it links to community, it links to attitude, it links to being active. Now, being active is is a big driver of um, longevity, healthy longevity. And as we know, a lot of us are living very sedentary lives, um, particularly in the West at the minute. Um, And sedentariness is now um, considered a greater um, risk to health than um, being a a full-on smoker. Um, so, the Japanese, they have a better sense of ageing. So, there's not a, an ageist approach to being old. Um, the older ages are greater value for wisdom. Um, but there's also wrapped within this, this more active lifestyle, the, the community, the sense of support, um, the attitude around all of it. The, the pretty much health and nutrition, so those factors are our big drivers. Um, it's interesting to see how that community is progressing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they're doing a lot of observation studies there, that's for sure. So let, give us a few details about what, what we can find in the Super Age of World app and why, why everybody should get it. If I do say
1: so myself. Well, um, I'm glad that you said that. And we certainly agree with that as well, that everyone should get it. Um, But at this point, um, the main components of the app and the platform um, is a wide variety of knowledge content, uh, expert knowledge content. Again, all areas of health, well-being, longevity, but also touching upon other things like finance, these sorts of areas. So knowledge content, learning content, um, so that we can help people to learn um, skills and knowledge that helps them become more of a super ager. That can be, for example, nutrition, exercise, activity, yoga, but also lifelong learning. So we have a partnership with one of the world's leading providers of learning courses, so that people can learn just for the pure pleasure of learning. They can learn um, around skills or reskilling for careers, these sorts of things. So knowledge content, learning content, lifestyle content, because this is also about inspiration. So content that might cover um, one of the world's leading destination spas or um, horse riding um, or trekking or walking or the latest fashion, um, so all of those sorts of areas around lifestyle content. Then we have a market platform, uh, a Google a, an Amazon style platform. And we are at the beginning of all of this. So um, it is small but growing, but it is a potent um, small already. So the, the market platform is goods and services. Again, not just health and well-being, but fashion and tech and leisure and all of these sorts of things. And we also have a partnership with a leading provider of benefits. And that means that we are able to give all of our subscriber members access to thousands of discounts and deals across thousands of brands through the US and the UK um, that normally are only open to employees of very large companies, but we've managed to get that deal for our members as well. Then we have a directory of experts that are searchable by modality, by their area of expertise and their geographic region. Um, And we are moving into building this new social network, this community, this super agent tribe. Um, So that will be coming through the app as well. So what I've described is already quite a lot, but that's just the beginning and we're just scratching the surface. There is more coming as we start to build the next phases. But pretty much what we've done at this stage is create um, a good, strong platform of a one stop shop of resources that can help to empower and inspire positive, proactive life, longevity, healthy aging. So it's pretty much a health, longevity and lifestyle platform um, and bringing all of those resources and inspirations into one place.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to say that because it's not just you know an app where you can learn and practice mindfulness or meditation or an app for exercise uh, or an app for finance. You know, it it is. It's 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 uh, it's the whole holistic uh, effect of what what creates uh, healthy healthy aging, and you know where you can feel the same way when you're. Forty, as you did when you were thirty, and when you, you know, and when you're fifty, as you did, and you know, I think it's really important to say because I can have patients who walk in and they're thirty-five years old, and I have to take a second look because I think they're, you, know, they look like they're in their sixties, and I have other people who are in their seventies, and I would never have imagined it; they look like they're about forty. Yeah. Uh, and it's always, you know, what, what what's the secret? And actually so often, just going back to stress, you know, when we delve into their negative life events, it's so often it's how they've dealt with things, what their mindset is like, how defeatist they might be, uh, what, you know, the negative life events that have happened in their life. And then, and then we add on then the habits, like did they smoke? How healthily do they eat? Uh, how much do they drink, how sedentary are they, etc., etc.? So, and of course, all, so that whole thing, you know, even the, the nutritional side, which we haven't even touched on, obviously that's all there. And then the hope ultimately, of course, is to run once week, once we establish this amazing super age, age of community. And I think that community piece is really important actually, because it's all a lot of yeah. trying to make behavior changes about accountability. So if yeah. you have that community, it gets it gets you going, right?
1: Oh, it really does. Um, so there's there's so many benefits to a super aged community, not just in terms of um, health and well being and um, the social component. I mean, and they all underpin a longer, healthier, happier life. So they're all mutually supportive. So we really want to build this community. Um, and so this isn't just an online platform. As we move out of COVID, and as we move around the world. Um, there'll be um, events that are real life events, um, and there'll be community events. There'll be social events. There'll be um, all sorts of things that will drive. There'll be special interest groups. So there'll be the super ager skydivers and the skiers and the super ager art group, the super agers in Manhattan, the super agers in London, um, and so we'll be building that sort of community as well, because it it is an immensely important driver of healthy, proactive, um, happy longevity, but also touching upon the bigger picture and the ability of this super major tribe, this global super tribe, to drive a wider benefit as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, so workshops, retreats, you know, based on experiences, based on information, learning, teaching, progressing, growing and being.
1: Indeed, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. you've
0: you've got a challenge. We've got a challenge going on, right?
1: Um, not so much a, a challenge at the minute. There will be plenty of challenges, most definitely. Um, but we've we've got um, a kind of combination of um, a competition and a, a special offer that's going on. Um, because obviously, we want people to know about Super Asia World, but we also want to start hearing from them in terms of what they would like from Super of World and what they maybe would like to be um, saying as part of a Super Age of voice and remembering it's for, for all ages. But what we've done is we've got a special offer that we put together with a rather special prize as well. So we've mentioned a little bit about a subscriber level member. So normally um, people who are the subscriber levels get access to a a bigger chunk of the deals and the discounts and and various other things. I would say that 90% of the app content is free to access and will always be that way as we build the content. But we do also have a subscriber level that gets access to all of these deals and every brand partner that we bring onto the site, and that happens every week, we've got new brand partners, and every expert that provides a service, we seek to bring a discount that is open to our subscriber members. So normally that subscriber level would be around $60 a year. But what we want to do, particularly right now in times of COVID, where we know that people are challenged in all sorts of ways, And even when lockdown finishes in various countries, it doesn't mean that the challenge goes away because there are a lot of people facing financial difficulty on the back of the last year. So we really want to see if we can help in all sorts of ways. So what we've done is we've created this opportunity. So for every single person that downloads the app and the apps download, the app is free to download. Every single person that downloads the app, they get um, the app free. But we're also going to enter them in a, into a competition to win one of five free lifetime memberships at subscriber level to Super greater World, but also to be put into a draw with a chance of winning a £10,000 prize or um, whatever the dollar equivalent is about $12,500. Um, but also, to ensure that we help as many people as possible to access these financial benefits. Um, And they're pretty strong benefits. It's been worked out that an average family will save around about three to $4,000 a year using all of these deals. So we've also created the opportunity for every single person that wants to pay 99 pence or $1.25 um, they'll get full subscriber level access for a whole year um, for just that small amount of money. And they get access into the draw to win um, one of the five lifetime memberships or um, or and the £10,000 prize as well. So we think that that's a pretty good um, way for us to help as many people as possible.
0: That's huge. So how do people get entered? Will they automatically, if they've downloaded the app, you'll end up with their with their email addresses and know that they've downloaded, so they'll be entered into the prize draw?
1: Um, well, that was the original plan. But um, if people sign up using um, an Apple ID, then we don't um, get their email address. And obviously, we want to stay in contact with people and tell them what's coming. And if they've won, we want to be able to tell them that they've won. Uh, so what we're saying to people is go on to the app stores for Super Asia World, download the free app, register, and it's just literally a case of just either registering with your email or registering via Google or, or Apple or whatever. But once you've done that, um, email us um, on info at Super Asia World and give us your name, and that way we know that you're definitely in the draw. But pretty much it's just as simple as either going onto our website, and following the link to the apps um, and the website, superagentworld.com, or going straight to the app store, downloading the free app, registering um, and either registering by email in which case we've got your details or if you're registering automatically via Apple, then email us independently and just say, this is my name, Um, I've just entered into the drawer. And then that way they're, they're all in the drawer But if they want to then take advantage of the the 99 pence or the $1.25 subscriber level access, then they just need to follow one extra level to register for subscriber to pay that 99 pence. And then they're in for that level for the next year as well as the draw for the prizes as well.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, what an amazing opportunity it really is. And I mean, this app, like I said, I would still say it the best, most holistic, you know, wellness app you could you could imagine because it, it is its its lifestyle and its choice and its consciousness and its growth and its opportunity and yeah, everything that comes with it, which is fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you Stuart. Thank honor. you for sharing your story with us today. Your inspiration—actually, we only touched on a tiny bit of it. Otherwise, we would have <laughs> probably been talking for two hours just about that. Because I Quite know possibly. about all, so much of the stuff you've done, uh, but also what what has inspired this. Uh, and yeah, let's get this movement going. Be a superager.
1: Absolutely, we're all superagers at heart.
0: <laughs> we are indeed. So, any final words?
1: No, um, I think that we've covered it for now, um, but I really thank you for this opportunity. We look forward to all of your listeners joining us on the super-agent journey and helping them create that super-agent life for themselves. Absolute. So thank you very much.
0: Oh, absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So I hope you enjoyed yet another episode. Be a super age. I think that's going to be my mantra for the next couple of weeks. So please <laughs> do go to that website, www.superagerworld.com uh, And then you can, you've got the links to the apps there or, or just find them, find them on, on your phone. So that's all we have time for today. I'm Dr. Rana al My three favorite words for you. Be free, be fun. Be fearless. Bye-bye for now. Feel on top of the world with Light Changes Coaching. Do you feel like burying your head in the sand, hoping it will all be fine when you come out? Do you know what you want, but no idea how to get it? Are you stuck on the treadmill, repeating the same old patterns, wishing the answers would just be there for you? How great would it feel to have those answers right there in the palm of your hand? Well, did you know that there is a way to get immediate answers, fast resolution of inner problems, and quick access to a higher state of awareness? After 20 years of helping people, I have perfected a special technique that allows you to tap into your intuition connect with your intuition in just five minutes a day using this special technique Dr. Renner's gift technique the guided intuition and fulfillment training and you can have those light bulb moments every day so get what you want a job that gets you excited when you get up in the morning a relationship where you can look across the table and think how much you love that person a body that you're proud to have and look in the mirror and absolutely love a bank balance that you're not afraid to look at My gift to you is a simple, quick technique to access your intuition and give you the instant answers you need to get unstuck without having to do lengthy meditations. So head on over right now to lightchangescoaching.com and download yours.